Hey, what's up, guys? Shane Larson here with the Game Time Guru. Excited to have you guys out for another episode of the podcast. Listen, uh, this interview is going to be really, really interesting. It's the first time I've had one like this in the six years of the show, but it's something I've always been interested in, and that is regarding sponsorships of bowl games. So I'm going to be talking to a businessman that you guys will get to know here. I'll introduce him in the podcast, and we're going to be talking about why his company decided to sponsor a bowl game and what goes on behind the scenes when it comes to sponsoring. Is it just for having the exposure? Is it just for having um, the branding out there? Or is there some stuff that goes on behind the scenes? Why do they choose certain bowl games and so forth? All of those questions we'll be answering today here on the show. Now, I want to give a quick reminder, a major shout out to our sponsor, Ripped Nutrition. They're a local hardcore supplement store here in Idaho, out of Boise. If you guys live in the Treasure Valley, make sure to head down to Milwaukee near the mall, Boise Town Square, and go check it out. So Matt is the guy who runs the place. He is so good. If you guys want some consultations, if you're an athlete that's looking to get in shape, uh, looking to put on some size in the off season or whatever you're trying to do, or if you're just a fitness enthusiast and you want some supplements, Matt can help you out. He, get, he offers you know one-on-one -on -one consultations, team consultations. Um, if you guys want to know what you're putting into your body, they're offering pre-workouts, post-workouts. Uh, they've got protein powders, protein bars, aminos, and pretty much everything you can think of, weight loss subs and, and weight gainers, everything that you need. So for me in particular, as you guys know, if you're following me on Instagram or any social media outlet for that matter, you'll see that I uh, typically, um, right now I'm going through a three-month caffeine hiatus, right? I'm taking, I'm cleansing myself of caffeine for three months. So I needed a stem-free pre-workout. They had them there, right? He's got some great companies that he was working with, Bucked Up, uh, Insane Labs. He's got the whole Ripped series. There's tons of brands that they've got over there. So make sure to check out Rip Nutrition in Boise. I'll put the hours here in the description of the podcast, but a major shout out to them for sponsoring the episode and helping us continue to grow. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Game Time Guru. So what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. Welcoming everybody into an amazing 2023. This is now going to be the seventh year of the podcast. We've completed six years of the show, and um, I'm just like super grateful for everybody. This show has grown substantially from day one, uh, January 2017, of just like everything that we've been able to accomplish in, in that time organically has been amazing. Um, thanks in large part to everybody's support, the guests who have been on the show, uh, those who have sponsored the podcast or shared the podcast, or just simply you know, we left a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, like the app and everything. Anybody who's, you know, followed us on YouTube and tried to help me build that platform. Just appreciate everybody. Right now, we're we're in 179 countries, all 50 states. And like I say, every episode, like it's thanks in large part to the listeners. So I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And if this is your first time listening, I like to tell all the first time listeners, welcome aboard. Happy to have you here for this interview um, as we, we learn from our guest. Um, it's a, the whole point of this show is to deliver a panoramic view on sports. I'm trying to help you see sports through a different lens and we tackle it from all different angles and today's no different. So joining me, it, it is a very um, unique opportunity for me because it's the first time I've ever actually had this type of a conversation on the show. Um, I've talked to a lot of different people on the show in the last six years, but it's the first time for me. So we're bringing on 
the senior vice president of TransPerfect, which is a company. And we're going to talk about why we have the senior vice president here on the show. His name is Matt Hauser. Matt, thanks so much for joining us and being willing to uh, jump on the podcast and, and talk a little bit of uh, football and business at the same time. And I appreciate you. Sure. Yeah, Shane, thanks for having me. Congratulations on all your success. And uh, it's, it's really cool to be a part of this. Heck yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. So, so Matt, I want to, first off, the, the listeners, they probably see it in the description of the podcast. They're probably going to see a couple of things here in the title, um, in the description of like, you know, they'll probably get the hint of what we're talking about today. Um, but basically, we're going to get into the ins and outs of the sponsorship. You know, it's the TransPerfect um, Music City Bowl. I got to make sure I say it properly. The TransPerfect Music City Bowl, uh, it, it, which is at the time of this recording, it's actually coming up at the end of this month. So in a couple of days, but yep. at the, at, at when this launches, it will already have taken place. But I want to talk about first off trans perfect. So you work at the company, senior vice president. I've done some research on the company. I know what it's about, but I would like you to actually explain it for us. If you don't mind kind of giving us a, a quick rundown of what the company is about, just so people who are listening, have an understanding of what trans perfect is. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for the opportunity to do that. Um, so TransPerfect, we're a language services company. So what that means is uh, we work with businesses that are looking to communicate in other languages around the world or even here in the United States. Um, and that could be communicating with potential customers. It could be communicating uh, with their employees uh, or any other you know, form of, of communication uh, where people want to do something in another language. That's really the core of our business. Uh, we have a lot of other uh, parts of the, of the business that we've grown over the last 30 years, uh, but that's how we started as a, as a translation services company. Uh, and that's, that's continues to be a, a huge driver of growth for us. I love that. So that's, I, I kind of geek out about this and here's why this is why I was excited to ask you about this because it's completely irrelevant to sports for me, but like, I love this, uh, the, the languages aspect. Um, I speak Portuguese. I lived in Brazil for two years. I served a church mission down there. Um, but I love learning languages. Like once I learned how to speak a different language fluently, I then was able to pass out of it in college. Like I passed through 12 credits in an hour and 10 minutes. I was able to do all these things, but you start to like, you, you learn languages and it's actually pretty cool because you can communicate with people. But when I was working at some other companies, like in the corporate world, I worked for a company called bodybuilding.com. They're like the, the world's largest online retailer for supplements. I was there for five years and then worked for a company called ClickFunnels. And in both of those companies, it's a worldwide company. Each one of them were, as well as when I worked at the Sensi headquarters in Idaho, which is a candle warming company. Um, but we also like we had customers all over the place and we would always have to utilize translation services. And so that's why I like kind of geek out about the business side of things, because there's so many people that like building a website in a different language. That, it's kind of a tough thing to do. It's not just like an easy like flip it and tr translate everything. It, it, there's things that have to be done. Uh, talking to people like you get a customer that speaks the language you might not speak it do you have somebody on your team that speaks that language maybe not so how do you how do you communicate with this customer there's a lot of things that you need so i think it's actually really cool what you guys are doing when did uh, transperfect actually start do you know like where when was it founded yeah so so it started in 1992 so uh and so we celebrated our 30 year anniversary wow. of being in business this year which is which is something that all of us are very proud of i've been with the company over 20 years so wow. uh it, that was a really cool milestone for us and uh you know it's an interesting story it started in a dorm room uh you know with it, the, the usual stories that you hear about about bootstrap companies you know using credit cards and and money from family to kind of start things out with our founders. And, and it's grown from that 
um, to be the largest language services company in the world. So we, we did over a billion dollars uh, in, in global revenue last year. So it's, uh, it's, it's a really fun organization to be a part of. We get to work with, to your point, just a lot of really amazing companies across all different industries. I mean, language is, is obviously something that, um, you know, everyone has to utilize, be it written or spoken uh, to, to, to do business. And, and we love the fact that, you know, so many major organizations trust us to help them with that journey. Um, and, and work into other languages and, and get into new markets. Super cool, man. Like I said, I geek out about it. I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. So I guess my last question in regards to the business side of it, Matt, would be, let's say you're a business owner and, and while you've been around for 30 years, there's probably still uh, a lot of people who don't even know who you guys are yet. I mean, that's just how it is with business. There's, you, you have a pretty good reputation, but there's still probably people that don't know and they might be learning about it for the first time. So if someone hears this and is interested in the services which you guys provide, how do they go about you know, talking to someone? Is there an account manager they chat with? Is there somebody they can get a demo with? Like, How does that go about and how do they even get in contact with you guys? Yeah, great question. Thanks for asking that. Uh, I mean, the easiest way is to, is to go to transperfect.com. Um, that will give everyone an overview of the services that we have to offer. One of the things that I think is really cool about our company is that we've got offices all around the world, over 100 offices now. Uh, I think the number of, of employees now is, is somewhere near 7,000 employees around the world. So we have an amazing staff of, of account executives, account managers, technology developers, uh, implementation teams. Um, really, that our core business obviously is helping bi other businesses go into other markets, right? So, so those conversations, you know, we love to have those, even if it's just an exploratory conversation of someone saying, "Hey, we're considering going into this new market. What are some of the things that we need to think about?" Um, I haven't, I can't say that we've seen it all, uh, because even after 20 years in this business, I still see new things every day, but. We've seen a lot and, and we you know, can definitely offer a lot of expertise and guidance for anyone that's, that's looking to either get into this for the first time or maybe someone that has been doing something in other markets and not having a huge amount of success. So we'd love to have those conversations um, and chances are wherever anyone is that's listening to this podcast, we have an office nearby where, where we can help you out. Sounds like it. A hundred different offices, seven thousand employees. That's wild. The 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 size of the company. That's crazy. So I'm gonna put the link here in the description for for those who are listening, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, whichever one. Uh, the link will be in the description. Transperfect's website will be there, and you guys can check that out. If you know, if you are a business owner or you know a business owner that could potentially utilize these services that they provide, please check it out. Um, you guys now get to hear from somebody that you know is pretty important in the company, and uh, so maybe you have a little more personal connection you feel from listening to the show. So, you know, Matt, as we get into the the next side of things, which is more of the sports conversation, the reason, you know, we wanted to have this conversation on this show was specifically because you guys are, you're sponsoring a bowl game, the music city bowl. And I have always been curious about this. So this is why I was really excited about the opportunity to chat with you is I want to know kind of what goes on behind one, the decision-making of, you know, sponsoring a specific bowl. Do you, do you choose, like a specific bowl for a specific purpose or like, and you know, there's a lot of what, what else goes behind it? Or are you just slapping your name on there uh, that gets to be played on the commercials and gets to be seen at the stadium with the logos and stuff? Or is there anything behind the scenes? So first and foremost, I'm going to start with the first question. 
what was the decision behind sponsoring a bowl? Is this the first time you guys have ever sponsored a bowl game? And what was the decision on sponsoring the Music City Bowl? Great question. So, you know, as an organization, we had been talking about doing some sort of sponsorship like this for several years. Uh, and we were just really waiting for the right opportunity. And what we had in the Music City Bowl was really just a great combination of us, A, having a love of college football. Uh, you know, a, a lot of us have, have gone to SEC schools. I'm a Gator. Uh, hopefully that doesn't make people turn the podcast <laughs> off at this point. Uh, but, but we have a lot of, of SEC folks um, that are within senior management and just it, with it as employees within our U.S. organization. Um, we also have a lot of folks that have gone to Big Ten schools. So the fact that the Music City Bowl is matching up the Big Ten versus the SEC uh, was something that was really important for us. Um, we also just really love the city of Nashville, just working with them, the Nashville Sports Council, everyone there. Um, they've just been so welcoming and helpful for us. Uh, and, you know, for us, like, it's a great opportunity for us. You know, obviously people are watching this game on TV. Uh, you know, last year's game was was incredibly exciting. It went into overtime uh, between Purdue and Tennessee. Um, so we had we got some extra eyeballs on it. Um, but for us, you know, when we think about it, it, over 12 of the Big Ten SEC schools, we have a TransPerfect office within 100 miles of, of those schools. Um, and if you go a little bit wider, you go 200 miles of, of SEC and Big Ten schools. Um, you know, we've got 20, we've got uh, 22 offices, or excuse me, we've got offices, uh, you know, within, within close proximity there as well. So from a recruiting perspective, for us to make TransPerfect, uh, a company that that people that attend those universities are interested in considering for employment opportunities. That's a big plus for us as well. Um, and also, you know, you asked the question at the very beginning of the podcast, what is it that TransPerfect does? There still are a lot of organizations that that are not aware of us, even though we are the largest provider of language services in the world. Um, and it gives us an opportunity to kind of tell our story and and potentially, you know, expose uh, the, the great stories that we have with TransPerfect to, to other lines of business. You know, that's so cool. Like all of those things are like, I don't think the, the, I guess the general public would actually even think about is like the, the reasons behind this, right? They might just think, Oh, the company's trying to get a write off. So they're just going to slap their name on something and, and, and have their name out there. But you guys have some ties to certain schools, SEC, big 10, got some reasons behind it there's a recruiting aspect of it there's a strategy behind it um a fun strategy and then a business strategy behind it and i think that's out, that's that's actually pretty cool speaking of the sec stuff so it's funny you mentioned so i'm a big 10 guy so i'm from boise so matt i, I went to boise state i'm a boise state alum but sure uh, yeah i love boise state but i'm also a huge buckeye fan so they call me the boise buckeye it's a very random thing i've liked them since i was seven years old i was an eddie george fan to start off with and then i just kind of rooted for the buckeyes my whole life so 34 now and Love, love the Buckeyes. I've been cheering for them my whole life. So it's kind of, I have a big 10 side to me and it has nothing. I was never born in Columbus. I've only been to Ohio three times. Like there's, I've never, yeah, it's not anything crazy there that way. It's just kind of a random thing, but I have a respect for the SEC because I cover sports. I'm, you know, I like to just follow athletics all across the board and the SEC is so crazy to me in, in a lot of ways. So from being from Florida, I just want to pick your brain being a, being a Gator if you can go back in time to your, your college days, can you talk to us about the environment at football games, specifically college football games in Florida and what it was like at the Swamp? 
Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm pretty old, so I, I, I go back a ways, but, you know, I graduated from Florida in 92. So it was kind of the beginning of the Spurrier era. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was super exciting, uh, you know, and, and I think the Big Ten and the SEC share two things in, or share one main thing, right, is not only do they have amazing talent, but just the home environments that you have within the SEC and within the Big Ten, I, I think they're they're like nothing else. Uh, I mean, even when you compare that to to pro sports, just the passion that both of those fan bases have for their schools, for better or for worse, uh, you know, or I guess you know, in in good times and in bad, you know, you you have these stadiums that are selling out 90, 100, 110,000 people on a regular basis, uh, and these people live and die with with how their schools do. So it's when, when I was at Florida, you know, they were Spurrier was in the process of building something. Um, so that was pretty cool to be a part of that. I actually got to go to the the first ever SEC championship game, which which was held in Birmingham when Florida uh, took Alabama kind of down to the wire and ended up losing. But uh, it was a great game. And, and you know, I, I've always had a huge love for college football, as have you know many of the folks that that are within TransPerfect, and certainly a lot of folks that um, have been involved in, in getting us to be a part of the Music City Bowl. That is so cool, man! It, it, just from your own experience, what is the it, what's your favorite stadium you've ever been to as a fan? I mean, I have to say the Swamp, right? Okay. I can't, I can't say anywhere else. But uh, you know that that I just. I think there's so many great environments that are out there. I personally have not had an opportunity to go to a Big Ten game, um, but I have a lot of friends that that have talked about what the experience is like there. And it sounds very similar to me that to what you're going to see, you know, at an SEC game, probably just a little colder, especially this time of year. Um, but, you know, I, I'm I'm a Gator. I have to go with the Swamp as being, being my favorite place to uh, to see a college football game. Yeah, for sure, man. I, that's a bucket list item for me. That's why I was asking. I, I, I want to go to Florida. I, like that's one of my goals as I get older. You know, my wife and I would like to travel, and you know, I'd like I like to hit up a sporting event, specifically college football, and try to hit up some of these stadiums. Like next year, I'll be going to South Bend. I'm going to be checking out uh, Notre Dame and trying to, you know, just all the little things. I want to just be able to to experience the the history of certain things. So um, that sounds awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So so Matt behind the scenes of the sponsorship for the music city bowl, uh, usually with bowl games for college football, um, most of the people listening to this have an understanding of this, but like, there's like, uh, there's a couple, there's festivities that lead up to it. You know, the, the, the teams get to participate in certain activities and, and whatever it depends on the actual bowl game and whatnot. But I'm just curious, do you guys take part in any of that stuff that's leading up to the actual game itself? Absolutely. That was one of the reasons we wanted to do it is uh, is is to be involved in those festivities. Yeah, we've got a, a whole series of events um, that we're setting up. And, and I didn't mention this before when we were talking about, you know, one of the reasons that we wanted to get involved in, in sponsoring an event like this is it's also a great opportunity for us to say thank you to a lot of our clients, um, you know, that that, you know, have worked with us. We give them an opportunity, you know, to come and, and, and spend time at the game and, and really get a very interesting experience. You know, last year we were able to get people uh, to spend some time down on the field. Sort of there was people that went down before the game. We were able to bring some people down uh, during the game and then after the game as well. So we want to create great memories for the clients that we have that, that want to attend. And, and we have, a you know, this year um, we're basically fully 
spoken for in terms of, of game tickets uh, and also tickets to the event. So it's, it's something that our clients have really been excited about, which, which makes us very happy. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're doing some events, you know, we're doing something on the 30th. I'm actually, I'm based in Atlanta. So I'm driving up with my family uh, on the 30th in the morning. Uh, we have events that are taking place during the day. We're actually doing a, a, a charity run at the beginning of the day to benefit the V Foundation. And then the, then it goes right into, um, you know, some events where we're going to have live music and great food and, uh, you know, Nashville hot chicken and all the things you can you can imagine that you get in, in the great city of Nashville. Uh, and then we have events that are taking place before the game. Uh, we're it's cool that the game this year is actually taking place on on New Year's Eve day. So we're the kickoff is at at 11 o'clock central time. Uh, and from there, we're going to have events post game. We're going to have the playoff games that are taking place that day. Uh, and then a big New Year's Eve party as well. So uh, it's 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 going to be a great time. It's something that we all look forward to, uh, and we're very very lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, you get to experience a that's a, that's a fun week. Uh, it's the right type of day to have it to you. I mean, you get New Year's in Nashville, which can be fun and can also you got to just be careful. But yeah, it's I mean, New it's going to be a long day, Shane. I can tell you that. <laughs> I was I was going to say hopefully not for the players, but hopefully for like you know you guys get to enjoy yourself a little bit more. You know, yeah. Um, that's awesome. So, talk to us about the matchups too of that game. Are you are you at all involved with these teams? I mean, being an SEC Big Ten, like you guys got a lot of people in the company there. Are you all at all involved with the teams? Are you guys putting bets down on who's going to win? And like, do you have any predictions <laughs> yourself? Like, I'll, maybe I'll just ask you. Maybe you shouldn't have to speak on other people, but like, what what are your predictions of the actual game itself? Yeah, I, I I would say that uh no one at Transperfect is putting down any bets on this game. I think that would be a conflict of interest. <laughs> right, but, right, uh, right. You know, we're we're looking forward to a great matchup. You know, I I have a huge amount of respect for both of the schools. Um, you know, obviously, you know, being a Florida fan, very familiar with Kentucky and what Coach Stoops has has built there. Um, you know, over the last several years, he's really taken Kentucky and, and turned them into a contender year in and year out. Um, they've certainly had our number the last few years. Uh, and then with Coach Ferentz at Iowa, I mean, what can you say about that guy? I mean, he's been there, just been extremely consistent over the course of his his long and storied career. Uh, and I think it's interesting that you, you kind of have two teams that I think are, are built in a very similar way, right? Two teams that want to run the football. Um, you know, they want to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, and, and so I think it's, you're going to have these two unstoppable forces kind of, you know, a, a, the unstoppable force meets an immovable object. I don't know which one's which, um, but I think you're, we're going to have a lot of hard hitting football ahead of us. And uh, we're looking forward to a really exciting game. Yeah. I mean, Iowa, Kentucky is kind of a fun matchup. Like I, I love looking at so many people, you know, and I, I think this is such a a, a tough thing for college football, but so many people like since the college football playoff came around, they're like, ah, oh, the other bowl games aren't, aren't no, like some of them are really good still. And people need to realize like, there's some really good bowl games out there. I think a lot of people like stopped caring as much, or at least the excitement around it. I'm like, no dude, there's matchups that are like really exciting to watch. And Iowa, Kentucky is a matchup that I want to watch because some might say, oh, well, Iowa doesn't have like the most powerful offense in the world. Right. But at the same time, they, they have a really good defense and they control the ball on the ground. Just like you said, like the matchups between the two programs could be really fun. That's what makes it, you know, styles make fights kind of, that's the same concept. And that's what I'm thinking here. I, I think it'll be a fun game. I'm not sure how much of it you're actually going to get to watch. You're probably going to be, you know, moving around quite a bit and doing your thing. 
the other thing I want to touch base on, Matt, is what you said earlier. I wanted to unpack this, that you're letting your, you guys allow your clients. So TransPerfect has clients to come. It's not just employees. It's the clients as well that get to have an opportunity to come to this game. So like, that's pretty cool in my opinion. Is that something that, do you, are you aware of like, that's how all sponsors do that? You know, I, I'm not sure what other people do. I would hope that they do uh, because while it is a, a, a great perk, you know, as an employee of TransPerfect to be able to be a part of this event, um, you know, we like to use it as an opportunity, like I said, to, to spend time with our clients, you know, last year, and I'm sure this year will be the same. Uh, we had a lot of clients that brought their families, they brought their, their kids with them, um, you know, and, and especially with all the things that have been going on, you know, with COVID and remote work uh, over the last several years, it's really cool to have an opportunity to sit down face to face and sometimes meet these folks for the first time you know, in person and get, get an opportunity to spend time with their families, um, give them an experience that we hope is going to be very memorable for them. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would certainly hope that, that other organizations that are involved in sponsorship are doing the same thing because, you know, it's a, it's a really amazing part of what we get to do. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that we really enjoy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's, I just, that struck me because I wasn't aware of that. This is why I like to ask these questions because I get to learn something from my own side too. Just, I never knew that. I didn't know if that was a, a, even a thing. So um, going into the game uh, and, and leading up with all the festivities, is there one, like one specific thing that you're the most excited for? You talked about a charity run. You talked about, you know, just all the stuff leading up to the game and the game itself and being able to do the on-field access and this, that, and the third. Is there one specific thing that you're like the most excited for yourself, Matt, because of just your love for the game of football and just being able to be part of the sponsorship? Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are so many things to pick from, right? Like I said, we, we've got some amazing events that are taking place before uh, and after the game. I, I think a lot of people, I, I could speak for my wife. I think she's going to be really excited about the New Year's Eve event um, that we have. We, we have little big country or a, a little big town um is is playing um at that event and and that she's very excited about that personally i'm most excited about going to the game i just love college football i love being in that environment uh, you know having an opportunity for being part of trains perfect to to do things like go down to the field and and actually see the players warm up that's something that I don't think is ever going to get old. I was, I was pretty blown away by the experience last year of being able to do that for the first time. So as a, as a college football guy and, and as someone who, you know, gets very excited and also a little sad this time of year, because I know that football is almost over. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, to the actual game itself. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, I'll, uh, but before we get to the very end, so the, the, the end of my podcast, I like to do the guru's gauntlet where I'll just ask you a couple of rapid fire questions and they're just kind of fun. Um, but I also just want to ask you a random question for those who are coming into the game, you know, they're coming into Nashville. Maybe it's their first time in Nashville. Maybe they're just supporting their team. They've never been there before. And they just kind of want to experience Nashville. Um, what's your favorite part of Nashville? Is it the food? Is it the, is it the, the, the dancing like downtown Nashville is just an interesting thing in and of itself. Um, but what's your favorite part personally, Matt, of, of the city of Nashville? I, I mean, I, first off, I got to say Nashville, hot chicken. It, it, <laughs> you can't, there's lots of places that have Nashville, hot chicken that are not in Nashville and it doesn't taste the same. Uh, and that's, that's my, I, I'm sticking to that. Uh, I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. Um, so, so the food in Nashville is, is just incredible. 
I just think walking down Broadway, uh, when you just have one live music venue after another, um, playing all different kinds of music, it, it, it really, especially on a New Year's you know, Eve or, or right around New Year's, there's just so many fun things that are happening in that town. Um, and, and, you know, I'm a big music guy as well. Um, you know, to be able to listen to, to great country music or rock and roll, uh, that, you know, and, and Nashville is just such a great walkable city as well. Um, you know, walking that strip of, of Broadway and, and all those, all those venues, that's what I would say is, you know, make sure that you have a chance to experience that, um, and save some room for, for Nashville hot chicken and, and, uh, and some biscuits as well. You can start uh, the diet. You can start the diet when you get back. Oh yeah. 2023 goals. They, they, they start after the trip. That's so funny. Cause all the things I've only been in uh, Nashville three times in my, my life as well. So like I go to certain places, it was for work conferences that we had. And I'll tell you like downtown Nashville was quite the experience. I mean, um, yeah, the food, everything you were just saying right there is like perfect. It's like spot on. Like I, I love it all. And I just love to like walk around. My wife and I walked around like the whole city. And I and I like I like the the history of things. So I like to go to the different that they had like the little minor league baseball stadium I went down yeah. to and was like reading all the stuff there and learning about that whole historic stuff. There's Vandy. There's there's a lot of things right just right around the area that I absolutely love. And so Oh, well, it's so really cool. Nashville's really become an incredible sports town, right? You yep. obviously you have the Titans, but you know now they have NHL hockey. They've got an MLS team. Um, you know they're looking to to put a new stadium in at at some point soon. So um, you know they they really what what they've been doing at the Nashville Sports Council to to promote um, you know the growth of of sports in Nashville is really pretty remarkable. I actually think they were voted like the number one sports town uh, in the country a couple of years ago. Um, and so they just do a phenomenal job there of, of just having this great combination of, of great food, great music, great sports, whatever, you know, season it is. Uh, it's, it's a great place to visit. Oh yeah. What a, what a great place to uh, slap the name of the company on too. Like, I mean, that's, it's just like a perfect storm. I mean, they had the draft there for the NFL just, what was it, a year, two years ago. It's yep. like yeah. they, they are growing um, in that, in that realm. It's like a big sports town. And like you said, the NHL stuff stadiums, right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. Um, like amazing though. Like, and they have a really good, a really good organization with the, the NHL squad there. And they got a lot of fans that go to those games. Like, it's just amazing. I, I think it's a, it's a phenomenal city. Um, if it wasn't so expensive, I'd probably move out there. It used to be cheap. Uh, now they're, they're not so cheap anymore. The cost of living has gone up. Yeah. I think the secret's out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's been out for a while, man. It's, it's wild. So, um, I'm going to go, go through the guru's gauntlet with you here real quick, Matt, as we wrap up the, the interview and just kind of, you know, ask you a couple of things. Some of it might be business questions. Some of it might be sports stuff. Um, but I want to just kind of pop them off. So I haven't given you any kind of heads up on any of this, but this is the guru's gauntlet. And I want to see if we can provide some, you know, I guess value to the customers or not the customers. I'm talking customers because we're talking business value to the listeners um, with these questions. So I'm going to ask you the first one. What's the best business <laughs> right. advice, business advice that you've gotten from a mentor? Because you've obviously, you know, 20 years, you're the senior vice president over here at Transperfect. You, you've been working here for a while. You've, you've got some success. We don't talk much about it right now, but this is where I want you to highlight your success. Like you've been successful in your corporate so career. You were, like, kind, you, you were kind of cutting out just a little. Oh, okay. Am I there? Am I there? Hold on. Hey, you were kind of cutting out there a little bit. I couldn't, I don't think I heard the question. Okay. Can you, can you hear me now? 
no. Um, hold on. Let's see. It's still breaking up a little bit. It's like every other word. Okay, one second. One second. I'm going to try one thing. One second. I can hear you now. Oh, can you? Yep. Is it, is it clear? Okay. Okay. So let's try it and see it. And if I cut out, just cut me off. Okay. Um, okay. So we're at the guru's gauntlet and we're going to ask you a couple of questions because I want to see if we can uh, provide some value to the listeners who are, are you know, listening in. It could be business advice, could be a business question or, or a sports question. So the first one I had for you, Matt, was what's the best advice you've ever received from a mentor on the business side? Because you've obviously worked your way up um, 20 years now at the the company that you're working for, senior vice president as, you, as your title. You are obviously very successful businessmen. What's the best advice you had ever you know been given from a mentor in in your your corporate like business lifestyle? Uh, I've been really lucky. I've I've had a lot of great mentors, and including uh, you know my my CEO Phil Shaw here at Transperfect. I mean, I, I think the best advice that that I've received, and and it's been a long time, and I'm getting old, but I'm pretty sure it came from him. Uh, was was always look to replace yourself. So within your own job look to hire people to grow your business that can do the job as good or better than you um, and, and allow those people the freedom to be successful um, and don't feel threatened by, by bringing in super talented people around you. It just, it just makes everyone around you better uh, and it makes the organization stronger. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Always look to replace yourself. See, I'm taking notes. I hope everybody else is. It's like too. the opposite of sports, right? You would never say that in sports. Like, <laughs> I want to bring in a guy who's faster than me or that can throw the ball faster, further. Yeah, you wouldn't do that in sports. But in business, I think it's a good rule. I love it. No, that's perfect. Now, on the sports side of things, what's your favorite memory, uh, sports memory that you've had in your life up to this point, whether it's as a fan, as maybe when you were younger, if you were playing sports, I don't know. But what's your favorite sports memory that you've had and why? I got to go back to my Florida Gators, uh, you know, beating Florida State in, in 1996 with Danny Werfel to win the first national championship. Uh, that was that was awesome. Um, and then, you know, we had a couple others after that. But but I think that initial experience of of breaking through, especially after, you know, being a fan for a long time. You know, my dad went there. I had been to games when I was a little kid and, uh, and, and always watching, you know, kind of getting close, but never really getting over the hump. So, so climbing that mountaintop for the first time in, in 96 with coach Spurrier and that amazing team led by Danny Warfel, I think is, is probably the best sports memory I have so far. I love that. That is awesome. So a question I have for you now you're in the business world and I always say this, but I want to hear it from somebody who's had some experience a little higher up. Um, for that matter. See, I'm, I'm a project manager at my full-time job. All right. So I'm not, I'm not no senior vice president or anything like that, but I always say that athletes can make great employees because of the skill sets that they, they acquire, whether it be on the field, the court, whatever, because there's a lot of parallels between sports and life and sports and business. And I'm curious one, if Matt, you feel the same way, do you think athletes can make good employees based on the skill sets they acquire or two or, and, or two? Um, why? <laughs> So I, I absolutely think that athletes can make incredible employees. And there's a couple reasons, right? Number one, I mean, it, it, it certainly depends on the sport. But if you're talking about team sports, uh, you know, someone that has played football or basketball or soccer, 
you, you really have to have a team environment in most businesses to be successful. And you have to understand what your role is, what you're good at, um, what you're not good at, and how you can involve your teammates to, to kind of make everything better. And then I think from an individual sport perspective, you just look at the amount of dedication and, and, and uh, discipline that all athletes go through you know, the preparation, the early mornings of, you know, whether you're a swimmer or whether you're a tennis player or a golfer, you know, you're getting in the pool at five o'clock in the morning, you're, you're out there hitting balls, you know, you're going to the range, you're, you're trying to outwork everybody else around you. And I just think that sort of um, work ethic is something that, that is super, super valuable in an employee. Um, it's not really something that I think can be taught. I think it's something that people just they either have it or they don't. And, and generally speaking, people that have had some sort of background in athletics, even if it was, you know, just like me, like I, I was I was an average high school athlete. Um, but you, you still go through all those trials and tribulations and challenges. Um, you learn how to how to deal with winning. You learn how to deal with losing. Um, and those are all things that happen every day in business. So, yeah, we, we have many, many employees within the organization around the world. Um, that have been involved, you know, in athletics. And, and I think that, uh, you know, it's definitely a plus when someone has that on their resume. I love that. Last question for you, Matt, as you, as you think back to the young Matt, the younger Matt, I should say, he's still young, but the younger Matt. a long time Matt, ago, Shane. No, that's not a long time ago. I, I got to re- <laughs> rework that a little bit. The younger Matt, um, if, you, if you think back on that and you could give yourself some advice, you know, you've gotten advice from a mentor, you know, always look to replace yourself, that type of stuff. But if you could look back to maybe your high school days and you could say something to yourself, which could also resonate with some of the listeners to my show. I know I got a lot of younger athletes that listen to the show and just sports fans in general. And then some parents as well, the success you've had now seeing the journey that you've gone on to this point, what would be the biggest piece of advice you'd give the younger Matt who was in high school as you were getting ready to go into the college and the, you know, the college world, the, the workforce and so forth, what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give yourself? Wow. That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think, and, and I'm, I have, uh, two boys, uh, I've got, I've got one that's 21 and another one is going to be turning 18. So, so hopefully this is something that I've imparted on them as well. But if I was going to give a piece of advice to my younger self, uh, it, it's probably don't be afraid to fail. Um, because you, you're, you have to take opportunities and try them, figure out what you're good at, what you're not good at and, and get those experiences. And I think if, if you're not prepared or you're not okay with the concept of, of trying something new and potentially failing at it, um, you know, your experiences are just not going to be as great. And, and so I think that's, that's probably what I would say is, is, be okay with taking some chances on yourself and betting on yourself, even if there's an opportunity um, that you may fail because there's always another opportunity in the future. So awesome, man. That This is why I like talking to people like yourself, just successful people who've been there, done that, and they, they know what it takes to get to the top. So I appreciate you, man. Like this has been an amazing uh, conversation, Matt. I want to remind everybody, it's Matt Hauser, Senior Vice President at Transperfect. Like this is this is the guy. Uh, appreciate your your insight with the sponsorship of the of the bowl game and everything. And um, I just want to say thanks once again for joining the show, taking the time out of your busy schedule as you guys get ready for this bowl game. And yeah, just thank you, thank you for your time, and thanks for joining the show, man. 
Pleasure's all mine, Shane. It was great to be a part of your show. Once again, congratulations on, on all the success you've had at Game Time Guru. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody enjoys the game and, uh, and I'll be definitely tuning into your podcast. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. For all the listeners out there, hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Make sure to leave us a review. Let us know what you thought about Matt's conversation. And uh, we'll be coming to you next week with another interview. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.